When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Sports Stove with host Vince Stover. Here's what's cooking on today's podcast, the NFL Awards. Who will win the MVP? That one's pretty easy. How about the NCAA football playoff predictions? Who will win it all? The NCAA basketball, no number one is safe. And the NBA, who will be in the playoffs and who will win the NBA Finals? That is what's cooking on today's Sports Stove. Welcome to today's Sports Stove Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Stover. Let's get right into it and start off with the NFL. The NFL awards are almost here as the season draws to an end. And let's go through each of these NFL awards and predict the winners. Starting off with the easiest of them all, the MVP of the 2019-2020 season. It is without a doubt quarterback Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens. What a season Lamar Jackson has had. He's come on strong all throughout the season. Great job by the coaching staff to give him uh, a system that he can play in and Lamar Jackson take full advantage of it this year. Uh, Obviously his legs are important. His running is, is important but his throwing has been great as well. He's connected with Mark Andrews at tight end uh, a lot this season and found a good uh, comfort uh, blanket there for him. Lamar Jackson is, without question, the MVP. Uh, no one else, I think, is even close. On to the offensive player of the year. It's probably going to be Lamar Jackson as well. And there are other deserving candidates. Uh, also, Michael Thomas, as he's breaking records at a young age for receptions. He's had a great season. Christian McCaffrey, uh, all-purpose yards, leads the league. A great season as well. But at the end of the day, best record. Best player on the best team, Lamar Jackson, Offensive Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, I think it's going to go to Stephon Gilmore of New England Patriots. 19 passes defended, 6 interceptions, both of those first in the league. Uh, Chandler Jones is making a late push, 19 sacks, 8 forced fumbles, first in the league for those as well. And uh, Aaron Donald, a popular uh, choice as well. But at the end of the day, Stephon Gilmore uh, wins Defensive Player of the Year. To the rookies, it's a little bit 
pretty clear here as well. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs, running back for the Raiders. Uh, has a little bit of challenge from Kyler Murray, but at the end of the day, Kyler Murray didn't win enough to uh, win this award. A.J. Brown from the Titans, wide receiver, came on strong at the end of the year in eight games with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, he has uh, averaged four catches for 77 yards a game. He also has five touchdowns, uh, three more than what he had in games with Marcus Mariota. But I believe Josh Jacobs is your offensive rookie of the year, 1,500 yards in 15 games. Uh, great season for Josh Jacobs. Defensive Rookie of the Year is really a two-man race between Nick Bosa of the San Francisco 49ers and Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I believe with the win record in San Francisco, Nick Bosa is going to win this award. Josh Allen has the better stats. He has 10 sacks, which leads his team in sacks. Nick Bosa with nine or nine and a half sacks. Uh, he has 20 QB hits, 53 pressures on the year. He has been a dominant force and a game changer for San Francisco. I believe with the, the better record, Nick Bosa will take Defensive Rookie of the Year. When it comes to Comeback Player of the Year, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, I believe is the winner here. He has had a very good season coming back from injury, leading his team to possibly the number one uh, seed overall in the NFC and home field advantage throughout Jimmy Garoppolo comeback player of the year. I think the biggest uh, challenge is figuring out the coach of the year. There are a number of good candidates. You've heard different names thrown out there. Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin, uh, Shanahan from San Francisco, Sean McDermott uh, in Buffalo as well. I believe this is a two-man race between Kyle Shanahan and Sean Payton. Even though I think McDermott is deserving of coach of the year, uh, he has to do better in his division. He has to beat the Patriots. Did not do that. I do not think he'll win Coach of the Year. So I think it comes down to Kyle Shanahan and Sean Payton. Sean Payton led his team through a great adversity. When Drew Brees went down, uh, he won five games and lost zero with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Um, and uh, ending the season uh, very well and with the possibility of even getting a first-round bye in the playoffs. Kyle Shanahan, same thing. He's had a great season and uh, won important games as well with the chance to clinch number one here in the final uh, week of the regular season. I believe Coach of the Year will go to Sean Payton, although I believe Kyle Shanahan and Sean McDermott are both deserving of it. Sean Payton is your Coach of the Year. We now move on to NCAA football, and we're coming up to the college football playoffs. LSU versus Oklahoma, Clemson versus Ohio State. What will happen? Well, you can hear it right here. This is exactly what will happen. LSU, who is a 14-point favorite over Oklahoma, will win this game, but I believe it'll be close. LSU and Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma has been uh, has heard the noise that they are nothing compared to LSU. They have no chance. I believe LSU will win, but in a close game against Oklahoma. On the other end, Clemson is held as a two-point favorite over Ohio State from the get-go. Clemson, I believe, will win this game as well. I believe Clemson is the most dangerous team in the playoff, and that's why I have Clemson over LSU. At the end of the day, I think coaching wins here. Clemson's coach, Dabo Sweeney, I believe, is a better coach than Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron is a great motivator and has had a great season at LSU, but at the end of the day, I don't believe Coach Orgeron is the guy that can get it done in the big game. So I give it to Clemson. Uh, the defending national champions all over again. 
This time, instead of beating Alabama, they will beat LSU in the college football championship. What is going on in college basketball? There is a curse over the number one spot in the rankings. No, number one is safe. Michigan State loses to Kentucky. Kentucky loses to Evansville. Duke loses to SF. Austin Louisville loses to Texas Tech. Kansas loses to Villanova. There is nothing safe about being number one in this year's NCAA basketball rankings. What does it tell us about this season? It tells us there is no clear-cut frontrunner for the championship. Last year it was Duke with Zion Williamson, even though they lost in the tournament. We see this year there is no one who is just the clear favorite when it comes to the basketball championship. There are still two undefeated teams in the top 25, number 8 Auburn and number 15 San Diego State. Neither of them have really played too much competition to this point in the season, hence the reason they're 8-15 and and not number 1. Gonzaga currently sits at number one. They have four great wins against Oregon, North Carolina, Arizona, and Washington, deserving of number one, even though they're not undefeated. They will continue to be tested this year, and we will see how the rankings go through the end of the year. Final four predictions coming in later podcasts, but right now college basketball is simply just fun to watch with everyone being vulnerable. And we wrap up today's podcast with a little NBA information for you. Kind of like a preview, even though we're already partway through the season. The NBA in the Eastern Conference, I believe, has six teams to watch. Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Philadelphia, Indiana, and Toronto. Currently the top six teams in the East. Miami, though, I believe will see a drop-off. They are doing wonderful to start the year especially with some young stars, but I believe we'll see them begin to drop as the season continues on. As far as teams that will rise, the Indiana Pacers, Victor Oladipo expected back by the end of January. I believe Indiana will continue to rise up and end up in the number four seed before the playoffs begin. Boston, though, is the dangerous team in the East. Even though Milwaukee has the Greek freak, I believe Boston has more talent, more scoring, and better coaching and the opportunity then to go and win the East. So continue to watch Boston rise and win the Eastern Conference because of their coaching and their talent. In the Western Conference, there are only two teams to watch out for, and those are the L.A. teams, the Lakers and the Clippers. We saw a preview on Christmas of what might be the Western Conference Finals. I believe that the Lakers and the Clippers are the only two teams that can come out of the West, although I do like four other teams, Dallas, Denver, Houston, and Portland. I believe Portland is very dangerous, and they will be in the playoffs. They have an incredible amount of scoring, and they're a team to watch out for once the playoffs come. Dallas is fun to watch. Denver, they just seem like the team that can never make it over the top. And Houston, well, let's face it, nobody wants to watch them in the finals, and they won't make it there either. In the Western Conference, the two teams to watch for, the Lakers and the Clippers, I believe just like on Christmas Day, the Clippers will win out in the West. That gives us a Clippers and a Celtics finals. Doc Rivers facing his old team. It'll be a wonderful finals to watch. At the end of the day, Kawhi Leonard repeats as champ. Clippers win over the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. Thank you for listening to the Sports Stove Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Sports Stove. That's at Sports Stove on Twitter. And we'll continue to announce uh, when the next podcast will drop right there on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time around the Sports Stove. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.